0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: But I've been told we've got breaking news. Grandy, push the button. 95.7 The Game. So Gary Payton Jr. was seen around the facility today, and it looked like he was ready to play. A failed physical exam of Gary Payton II has placed the Golden State Portland Detroit Atlanta 14 deal in serious jeopardy. This is according to Shams and Anthony Slater. Payton's core muscle injury could sideline him for three months following a Warriors exam. Whoa. Hello. So James Wiseman, who reported to Detroit, Mark Spears said he was gonna play, and then said isn't going to play. Uh at least the Detroit Pistons said that he's not gonna play, is not the culprit here who might have flunked a physical, but Gary Payton himself. Gary just played against the Warriors when they lost in Portland two nights ago. Just two nights ago
2: wow yeah wow is wow is an impressive way to put it played 22 minutes in that game so i don't know how i don't know how they ignore this and i think you've got to walk the whole trade back can you walk just a leg of the
1: trade back like let's say the warriors want to keep this James Wiseman for Sadiq Bay. Let's forget about involving Kevin Knox in Atlanta and five second-round picks and Gary Payton the second. Wiseman for Sadiq Bay. Could they? Could, but my under- do you have
2: to go back to just scuttling the deal entirely? Can you keep an element of it? I think you would have to get the um, you would have to get the Pistons to agree to do that straight up. And from what I understood they didn't want to do a bay for Weisman trade straight up. So I think if you if you negate one part of the trade, and I'm not an expert on this, maybe we could chase down Slater, but I think if one leg of the trade goes, I think you can revoke the whole thing because everybody had a piece of this deal in one way or another. Again, from Shams, this
1: just in a failed physical exam of Gary Payton II is placed Golden State, Portland, Detroit, Atlanta's four-team deal in serious jeopardy. That's according to Shams and Anthony Slater. Peyton's core muscle injury could sideline him for up to three months following a Warriors exam. Wow. Wow. And, I mean, he just played. He's played 15 games. Why does Portland have... A medical process to clear the player to play, yet the Golden State Warriors
2: are slamming the brakes on that. Uh, This according to Shams, um, not to duck your question, but the Warriors have until Saturday to go through with the trade or have the entire four-team deal be rescinded. So, so if they rescind this part of it, the whole deal collapses. So, James Wiseman...
1: with the golden state war i mean what do they do what do they do to would they just what i mean are they going to give him minutes are they just going to sign him right to the g league like what do you do how do you look james wiseman in the eye
2: again and just be like yeah okay we'll just pick up right where we left off well he, he's probably as pissed about this as anybody but i think that, i don't think they're going to all of a sudden look at wiseman if they have to bring him back and say okay we've seen the air of our ways you'll get 20 minutes a night I think they'll pl- they would use him the way they have used him, which is almost not at all.
1: Wow. I mean, how could a weird year get even weirder? We just found out. We just found out. And because the trade deadline has come and gone, there is no lever to pull to improve this team beyond the situation it currently stands in. If all of this goes away, oh, my goodness.
2: What? I- a disaster. And if they if they decide we're fine with the trade anyway, they will basically have traded James Weissman for the equivalent of nothing. Well, Which was something that, you know, some people said that might not be bad because at least you get his salary and tax off the books.
1: Well, no wonder why Steve Kerr didn't want to come on today to talk about this or he was, you know, gonna come on, but he couldn't talk about this. It's on their end. It is the Warriors team doctors that are holding up this physical. Who would have thought? Who would have thought when they moved into Chase Center so close to uh, the baseball field that they would have the same problems? (laughs) Failed physicals. Has there ever been a city attached to failed physicals the way that the city of San Francisco has now attached itself to failed physicals over just the last two, three months? It's extraordinary. Better doctors? What are the chances? What are the odds? Oh, my God. I mean, oh, my God. No, I mean, are all these teams operating on Indian burial ground? It's not just the 49ers. It's the Giants now, too. And it's the Warriors.
2: How are the Sharks, Ray? Is the Sharks OK today? Uh, Anyone get fine. hit by a Zamboni this afternoon? That, that would probably be an improvement on the year they've had. God almighty. This is unbelievable.
1: This is unbelievable. We just had Anthony Slater yesterday trying to sum up what James Wiseman went through, meant to this team. Here's what Slater said just yesterday with us.
3: It was convoluted. Uh, you know, you go back to like the, the drafting of him was in November. Drafts are never in November. It was the COVID year. Sixty games sounds like a, you know, a career for James Wiseman when you consider his college career three games. And then, you know, I can remember it was wild. His first training camp, we couldn't cover in person because of COVID. So they would just send out these little blips of footage that, uh, and we hadn't seen him yet. And, I remember they looked really impressive and that's like what I'll always remember about those early days of the Wise and Aaron where there was just those flashes of like, oh wow, they might have drafted like Giannis, right? I mean, like they, if I showed you some of his highlight film and that's all you'd seen from his rookie year, even his. remember they started him game one. I remember talking to the coaches behind the scenes. They were playing in Brooklyn, COVID year, empty arena. Game one, he'd missed the preseason because he got COVID and they're like, we're starting him tonight. And it was like, whoa, they must have seen something behind the scenes.
1: What's absolutely amazing about this whole thing, Ray, if it really does dissolve, is that they sent out James Wiseman with this huge aura of, we still don't know, and they get him back in the exact same situation. We still don't know.
2: Yeah. Oh, still, no, this is- nothing ever gets learned about this guy. That's why I think there's a possibility that the Warriors might accept the trade, even though they don't get any help from Peyton. Because... They want him off the books, I think they do want him off the books, and the truth is, whether they, if if Payton can't play, and it would seem like he can't, if they're talking three months, it still doesn't change how they would use Weissman, which is not at all. So, what have you what have you done then? You've traded a guy for cap relief, and what, I think it was John Hollinger who suggested that that might be a thing they'd want to consider a grand total of about 130 million saved in terms
1: of actual cap hit and repeater tax when it's all said and done to keep James Wiseman on the books is a significant investment in a
2: player who's not playing for them um, I mean apparently that, that core muscle surgery that Peyton had in July I think it was, July or August um, it wasn't wasn't either 100% successful or the doctors looked at the surgery and said, you know what? They didn't get all of it. I mean, a core muscle
1: thing is a its a hard thing to heal, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also... I mean, we saw Nick Bosa come back from a similar injury when he was at Ohio State. But, I mean, I guess... You know, I, I got a lot of questions here. One of them is, what is Portland doing, getting this guy back and playing him? If, if as soon as you know he walks into a Warriors doctor office, they're thinking, we got to scuttle a trade. What is Portland doing? How are they? How are they? How's this guy played fifteen games? How is he cleared to play after missing the majority of the entire first half? What benchmark did they decide in Portland he had cleared, which allowed him? to be green-lighted for playing time. I mean, the Warriors can't... The Warriors don't look bad on this because I don't think it's... I don't think it's... It's it's, it's negligent on the Warriors to say, well, this, this player's healthy if he's playing over there. Like, he's playing against us. Like, we're literally playing the Portland Trailblazers tonight, and there he is playing against us. So thinking that he's available to be traded is, you know, there's no negligence that can be assigned to that, Ray. I mean, I don't
2: think you can call it a gamble. Well, no, it's not a question of negligence because they wanted this trade to happen. And since they're the ones who are saying, well, now we got this, you know, I mean, and look, they may not negate the trade. It may just suddenly become Wiseman for, for cap relief. I mean, they would have to basically change the, you know, the motivation for doing the deal. But if they if they say, "Well, we're not going to do this deal," you know, undo it all, then they've got the same problem that they had two days ago. The Golden State Warriors—do they solely control the veto power now over getting this done?
1: Is it all their decision entirely?
2: The, the yeah, de- uh, yeah, because they're the they're the. Well, I don't want to say they're the aggrieved party, but they're the ones—the player—who ended up with damaged goods. I mean, Detroit can't negate the trade because, you know, Wiseman is whole. Atlanta isn't going to because they have no complaint here. The only team that would have a complaint would be Golden State. What do the Warriors do about the body that they need? That may not be, that's not, would not seem to be the option. It's not a question of the the body they need. They don't get that body. They would Again, they would have to change the motivation for the deal to, all right, we we likewise, but we, we need the cap relief. If, and that's not a body.
1: If Gary Payton was to miss three months, that would put us in May, and that is a month after the regular season ends. So into the second, maybe even third round of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, there's no assuming that the Warriors are just going to be waiting there for them the way that they're playing right now.
2: No, I mean, that's, you know... I I think you you basically have to... Well, you have to decide by Saturday. They have until Saturday. Yeah. Or, as we like to call it, tomorrow. When you put it that way... Well, I mean, you can't hold up a trade forever. You've got to... you you got to poop or get off the pot. And that's what the Warriors have to do. They have to decide, okay, can we justify this in our own heads... If it's just for money, what do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to, I think they're going to accept the trade, even though Payton is injured, because they'll justify it as saying, "Well, we just saved ourselves a hundred million in change." Anthony Slater, remember, was on
1: with us yesterday and had to say this about the. Wiseman Warriors situation at the very very end it wasn't exactly uh, harmonious Slater said
3: "You know, He's always had a really good attitude behind the scenes but you could just tell it was just becoming detached the situation had just run its course with the Warriors it's why I think they finally came to grips with trading him I'm not saying Detroit starting him right away in this complete losing environment is fantastic for him but it's better than what he had been experiencing
1: and look, you know, we're only looking at this through the prism of uh, selfish, self-interest. Right? For the Warriors, if you're Gary Payton II, you got to be crestfallen about this, right? You got to be sick to your stomach about this—that this could hold up your opportunity to return to a place that, you know, Slater said he wanted to be.
3: I think that like someone kind of been in the back of their mind uh, really even since he he left. It was like an agonizing decision for him to leave. Like he didn't want to. You know, he's kind of hinted even behind the scenes that he, he kind of longed to get back. But when they went searching the last couple of days for upgrades, uh, obviously they were Attempting to get an OG and an Obi sweepstakes, which weren't even didn't really even end up being realistic for anybody in the league. That's why he didn't get traded. But as they tried to find veteran upgrades out there, they talked to Portland and, and about maybe it being like a direct swap. But Portland didn't want James Wiseman, so they had to get creative to you know get something for James Wiseman that Portland would take in, in a package. And, he was one of the few, I think, veterans that they did identify as can come in and we know he can be in a closing lineup. Because that was kind of their threshold that they had talked about. It was like, no, it's not just a ninth-man upgrade that can play, you know, 14 minutes. It has to be somebody good enough to be in the DiVincenzo, Kaminga realm of, like, on certain nights, he's one of our best five. And there are not many guys for that price range across the league that, you know, you could use James Wiseman to get that fit that description, but they knew that Peyton did because he did it last season. He did it in the finals last season. So, shockingly, they went out and and got the reunion done.
1: Look, he's a proven player who fits the puzzle that the Warriors try to put together nightly in a basketball game. We've seen it. The experiment's been run. He fits. They can even excel defensively with him. They need Gary Payton II to be what they want to be this year, but they think that they need him beyond more than just this year. I mean, he's well, coming
2: he, with a two-year deal beyond this year. Yeah, so they'd they'd be responsible for those uh, $18 million. I want to share you with all
1: of you the news once again. This just came down from Shams. A failed physical exam of Gary Payton II has placed the Warriors... Trailblazers, Pistons, Hawks, four-team deal in serious jeopardy. According to Shams and Anthony Slater, Peyton's core muscle injury could sideline him for up to three months following a Warriors exam. I mean, here's, here's my question. Let's say they decided they weren't going to dot their I or cross their T and they just said, yeah, let's pretend to give him an exam, but we're not going to because he just played the other night. Could he play? I mean, how, how, how precautionary is this? how worried about next year are they about playing him tomorrow
2: because he just played two nights ago you know what once they find out that there's a problem it's it's dangerous and maybe even legally actionable for them to play him Say so you failed your physical but we're going to say you passed it i mean that's a level of you know, malfeasance that a, the Warriors couldn't possibly want to have to explain in a court of law, and B, is counterproductive. Here's the deal: if this whole got, thing gets rescinded, Ray, if this whole thing
1: gets rescinded, whatever is the first game he's back, you got to start James Wiseman just to screw
2: with everybody, just just to have fun with it at that point, right? I mean, what's uh, left to do? There's nothing about this that got fun for the Warriors. I think, frankly, start him. 48 minutes let him foul out before you substitute him no i the more i think about it the more i think it's unlikely that they're going to negate the trade oh my god oh my god what a development
1: i I, look i I I came in for that crosstalk with guru and steining i said something might be up but i was just throwing hypotheticals against the wall Look at where we are. When we come on back, we'll catch everyone up to the breaking news. Oh, the hour. This trade might get scuttled for the Golden State Warriors.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?